Nate Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back to the show. We got the NFL draft coming up in two days. Is crazy. I was talking to somebody in the newsroom earlier today, Wolf, and they were like, I can't believe all of a sudden the draft is just here after months and months of talking about when it will be here. Joining us right now in the Arizona Sports Line, you know him from many different uh, places in the football world, but he's the author of Football Morning in America, Peter King, on the Arizona Sports Line. Peter, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? Everything's going great, guys. How about you? Oh, Peter, thank you so much, buddy, for joining us. I know this has got to be a crazy week for you. I appreciate your time, big guy. It really isn't that crazy. After I put my mock draft out, I basically, I just spent four days sipping pina coladas and eating <laughs> New York bagels and, and all that. And uh, no, really, I, I, I'm, I'm just now waiting to see what happens when everybody opens their holiday presents on Thursday night. It should be fun. <laughs> Well, speaking of that mock draft, um, you had the Cardinals trading down to 11 and taking the Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. We can get to that in a second, but obviously the the headliner with the Cardinals, as you said in the write-up, that if you had to keep them at three, you might just have them take Paris Johnson, who we just heard yesterday Kyler Murray is interested in, and obviously they need offensive line help. Um, What are your thoughts on Paris Johnson, and what was the thinking behind that? Well, I think the biggest thing about Paris Johnson is that If you're Kyler Murray and if you're the Cardinals, I know they like Paris Johnson. They like him a lot. And why wouldn't you like the guy who's the best tackle in this class when you really need a long-term tackle? So I think that's definitely possible. If I am Monty Ford, I just want to start solving problems because, you know, as Daniel Jeremiah said last week, as I think a lot of people feel, the Cardinals either have the or one of the worst overall rosters in the NFL. They've got their defensive, uh, uh, you know, the best player on their defense, really. And Buda Baker apparently wants out. Um, J.J. Watt is retired. DeAndre Hopkins wants out. I mean, there's this is a team very much in flux, and that's putting it uh, kindly. So you need to start solving problems. That's what you really need to do. And that's why the reason why Monty Austin Ford is seen by all of us as a guy who very much wants to trade is that when you really need so much, it's almost luxurious to just sit where you are and solve one problem instead of solving multiple ones. So, Peter, right now, just your gut feeling on this, of course, do you think the Arizona Cardinals will trade out of number three? I know there are some things that have to happen. You have to wait and see what's going to happen at number two with the Houston Texans. But do you think they will trade out, or do you think they're going to end up taking a player at three? My gut feeling is that they'll trade out. But, you know, Wolf, I think the most important thing at this time of year is finding a partner, um, and that's going to be easier said than done in this particular year. As as one of the uh, GMs over the weekend told me, he said, the problem is with all these teams that want to trade out, there really are not a lot of premier players that everybody would want to trade up for. Everybody's got a different opinion about the quarterbacks. Uh, and then... After the quarterbacks, there's probably two premier corners. Um, there's maybe two offensive linemen in, 
in Paris Johnson and Skaronsky. Um, there's a couple of edge players, but there are not, you don't have the depth in this first round that makes a lot of teams say, hey, I'll give you a two and a three to move up 10, 10 spots in the first round. That will be Monty Austin Ford's enemy. Uh, but the, the Cardinals have to hope that there is love for at least one or two players uh, by people around the league when they get the three. As of now, well, I would say yes. My belief is that they'll trade it, but yeah. I don't have a I don't have a firm conviction on that. But if I had to guess, I would say yes. It sounds like just listening to you right now, not specifically, but generally speaking, you don't think there's going to be a lot of activity in this draft. Am I reading no. that correctly? I don't think there's going to be. I think there's going to be a lot more people who want to trade down, then there will be actual teams mm. that do trade down. And that's that's how I kind of view what will happen in the first round. We're talking to Peter King. Uh, Peter, you mentioned the quarterbacks. I'm assuming Bryce Young is the first pick because that's what's been talked about for a while, but I guess yeah. I don't know that. But in your mind, is there a clear-cut number two? Because all of a sudden, this is Will Levis week leading up to the draft. I don't know. The Levis thing has been really weird because two weeks ago – he was not exactly the hot guy. But, look, one of the reasons why I've always um, hesitated to believe very much before the draft is because do you actually think that, like, if I call Chris Ballard the GM of the Colts, <laughs> you think he's going to tell me exactly how he feels about all these guys nice. and about – which quarterback he likes the most. It's not in his best interest to do that. <laughs> I say it all and the time, so Peter. He's not, he's not going to do that. And that's why, like, that's why every year there are surprises during the draft. And I think this year there might even be more because look at how many new people are running drafts. You know why, you know, it's hard to project what Monty Austin Ford and Jonathan Gannon are going to do. It's very simple. They've never run a draft before. <laughs> and so there's no book on them. Nine of the top 11 teams in this draft right now have GMs and or coaches in their first or second years. And so, therefore, you tell me what they're going to do. And I'm not being obnoxious. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know how anybody can really project what a lot of these teams are going to do early on because – you know, they've never done it before. Okay, Peter, um, I've never known you to be obnoxious, of course. The Wolfley family has never known you to be obnoxious. Let me just say, who's your favorite player in this draft and why? Uh, my favorite player in the draft is Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas, because he is, to me, he's a no-doubt impact player the first day he puts on a uniform for whoever drafts him. Now, as you guys know, we are in a period in NFL history where running backs are being devalued, mm. and that's to put it mildly. Um, they're being devalued for a very simple reason, that people can find good running backs you know, the best running back on the field in the Super Bowl last year, Isaiah Pacheco, was a seventh-round draft pick. 
And I mean, we could argue whether he was or not, but he certainly could well have been. And so to me, I think most teams look at the running back position and say, ah, we'll get one down the line because you can. But to me, if you look at B. John Robinson, the pass catcher, B. John Robinson, the running back, he is without peer in this draft in terms of the guy who has the most overall talent. We're talking to Peter King. Peter, I just I wanted to get your thoughts on Will Anderson because that's been the guy that the Cardinals have at least been rumored yeah. to be taking for the longest time. You have him going sixth in your mock to uh, Detroit. What, what are your thoughts on Will Anderson? I think he's going to make any team who goes to a better team on day one. The question is, is he going to be an eight, eight or nine sack guy, a steady Eddie kind of guy? For you, or is he going to break into the upper echelon of NFL pass rushers? I had one <clears throat> GM tell me, and I use this in my mock draft. The thing about Willie Anderson is that he's, you know, I mean, and I'm using baseball terms here, he's a solid double. Tyree Wilson, uh, you know, has a chance to be. Um, you know, to hit the long ball. And I, I, I'm drawing a blank on what my exact quote was. But in essence, Tyree, Ty, yeah, Ty, Tyree Wilson is like a, the big swing in this draft. And Willie Anderson is a solid double. And I think it's possible that Tyree Wilson will strike out and he won't be great. He's got a foot injury right now that people have some question about. But, again, that's kind of what this draft is. Everybody says, looking at this draft, every quarterback has questions right now. And I think almost every player in this draft has some significant questions about them. So that's why I think the draft is going to be particularly dramatic because I don't know that there are sure things. Peter, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thank you. Okay, hey, good. Have a good have a good draft day, you guys. Yeah, Craig says hi too, Peter. God bless you, man. We'll talk to you down the road, okay?